0: What has been your honest view of the Bible in the past? As you've read God's Word and you've seen the promises that He's given and the treasures that He's promised in there, has it changed your view of the Bible and how you can apply it in your life and how you can find these treasures and these nuggets that God has left out there for you? Well, this week on Connecting the Gap, we're going to talk about a treasure map, and we're going to start that right after this. Welcome guys to this week's edition of Connecting the Gap. I'm Daniel Moore. Thank you for joining me once again. I think we're at number 20 or something like that of episodes. You can go to my website, connectingthegap.net and you can see all my podcasts there. You can also, I've got a blog that I've been doing now and you can read my blog as well if you'd rather read. It's not the same thing. My blog is always something separate completely from what my podcast is. It's just whatever god's laid in my heart my prayer is to you that as you watch my podcast and you can maybe get things from that or as you read my, my blog that god would just speak to you through what He's spoken to me and that you would be eternally blessed and that it would change your life and if you i know all of us have you know friends and family in our life that are not saved that don't follow christ and if you think any of this would ever benefit them at all please share this and maybe if they listen or if they read my blog it'll help them um, throughout the day it's just something that god's called me to do and i thank you so much for coming alongside me and helping me out with this endeavor so this is memorial day weekend 2021 and uh, i've had a three-day weekend for the most part i was actually on call this weekend for work but i just have to go in for a couple of hours and do some things and then i'm free for the rest of the time so i've really been enjoying myself We had a lot of rain last week. I was wanting to kayak, didn't get to do that because the rivers are too high. But as it goes, it's okay. I've really enjoyed my time off, my peace and quiet. Had some time with family yesterday after church, and I was able to have some good food. And it's just been awesome. I just thank God for the many blessings that he's given me. And I hope that you guys had a great weekend for Memorial Day as well this past weekend. And uh, we're going to be continuing our study, The Great Divide. How are we able to take our christian walk with god from average which i think a lot of us sometimes just have an average relationship with him we don't go out of our way to do things extra and you know to do things for christ we might you might be one of those that just comes to church and just is a bench warmer you come in sit down you have your church and you leave how can we take our life with christ from that level of being average to extraordinary. And that's what we're kind of discussing with this study uh, that we started about six weeks ago, I guess at this point or something like that. So you can go back and check all of these out in this series if you'd like, if you enjoy this one and wanna catch up, there are plenty more to listen to. Go to my website, connectingthegap.net. You can find the link for my YouTube channel, my blog and all of my podcasts are there as well. So we're gonna jump right into this for this week and this week as i said earlier we are talking about a treasure map believe it or not the way that god had the ordained inspired people write the word of god they put little nuggets in there all over the place and there's little promises in there all over the place that if we follow those promises that there are treasures laid up for us that god wants so much to instill inside of us in our hearts and in our daily lives and the only way that we can get these treasures is if we follow the treasure map what is that treasure map we're going to talk about that this week and next week and get through this and and maybe have a different view of god's word when we're finished and have a better understanding of why god has put his word in our hands like he has and this week i'm going to open up with a, a little story that i that i came across here matt and crystal were very much in love They had been dating for a while and decided that they were ready to commit to each other for their entire lifetime behind the scenes matt began thinking of creative ways to propose hoping to make it a wonderful experience for her he worked hard to devise an elaborate plan when the time came to set his plan in motion matt summoned crystal to a certain place and when she arrived there waiting for her was a clue this clue turned out to be part of a series of clues he had set up for her to follow like a step-by-step treasure map Each clue led her to a place that had been significant in their relationship from the very beginning. It didn't take Crystal long to guess what treasure was waiting for her at the end of that map. Finally, she came to what she would soon know was the last stop. There stood Matt, anxiously awaiting her arrival. He dropped down on one knee. He asked Crystal to be his wife and sealed the commitment by placing a beautiful ring on her finger. All of you out there that's been married... Maybe you might have done something elaborate like that. Maybe you just might have, on a whim, just turned to your spouse and you were sitting in the car one evening on a date or something and said, hey, let's get married. Maybe it was as simple as that. But in this particular story here, Matt went out of his way and he set clues and Crystal knew that if she followed these clues to the very end of this, that there was a treasure waiting for her at the end of that. She could have chosen to not follow those clues if she wanted, but if she had done that, that moment of Matt kneeling on his knee putting that ring on her finger would never have happened well as we look at that story isn't that story a lot like our walk with god we can parallel that story with our walk in many different ways god loves us so much that he's given us clues in his word so that we can discover great things that he has in store for us you know just he gives us the capability in our life to give others gifts and you know have exciting moments with other people but god does that same thing for us as well like matt at the end of his treasure map god anxiously waits for us to follow his instructions so that he can share his overwhelming treasures with us and who more would you want to share a treasure with you i'm limited you know i make a certain amount of money a year my wife makes a certain amount of money a year we have obligations that we have to pay for We have a certain amount of money left over at the end of that for our pleasure and just the things that we do to get us through this life. We don't have an overabundance to pour into treasures to give to people unlimited. But God does. God has the capability to sustain us, to fulfill our needs, to give us the desires of our heart in so many different ways. And he has it in an abundance like we would never know on this earth. How do we get that? Our job to actually go through this life, to get these treasures is to follow the map that's all it takes it's something as simple as that although sometimes that seems to be kind of hard too often we fall into the trap of viewing the bible as a restrictive book that exists to limit our fun and prevent us from living an exciting life and i have been in the same boat before especially as a teenager when i was growing up my parents didn't want me to do this they didn't want me to do that i'd go to church I had so many different rules i went to a christian school there were so many rules it seemed like every time i turned around all it was was a big rule book and when i looked at it that way it took all of the fun out of it but the whole reality of, of the fact of the matter was the way that i viewed the, the bible and my walk with god at that time i felt that way about a lot of this stuff because that was a lie straight from satan He was at that moment planning these thoughts in my mind, and he was putting me into these different positions and different situations, which would cause me to hate what I was doing because my walk with God was not where it needed to be, first of all. I did not love God the way that I should have and understand that he is the provider of all of my need, and he wants to provide for my need. Yes, there are things that we don't do as Christians because we have a renewed, brand new life in Christ when we give ourselves to Him. We have to change our old ways and move to those new ways. But God still has so much for us in an abundance of joy and happiness and fun things that we can do with our walk with Him. It's anything but boring. The Bible really is a treasure map given to us by God so that we can experience that full and that abundant life that He has for us. How are we going to know what that life is if we don't have something to explain it to us every instruction is like a priceless clue that will reward us if we follow it we have to follow his word and follow his treasure map in order for us to get those gifts and the things that he wants to just pour out into our lives there is a process that we have to go through once we realize that It'll completely change your perspective of the Bible. It definitely changed my perspective of God's Word. Once I got serious about where God wanted me to be and understood who He was and what He wanted to do in my life, it changed everything for me completely. Reading the Bible can excite you when we realize that its instruction leads us to a better way of life. We can sit here and try to do this on our own if we want but you probably have had enough experiences in your life at this point to know that if you are running your vehicle and you are the one that's taking the will, you're only really gonna to get to the places you know to go. If God takes our will, he's gonna take us to places that we never thought we could ever experience, places we thought we could never go. And you're not ever gonna experience that unless you let him take that will of your life and completely take over and let him do what he wants to do for you. But like any treasure map, God's map must be followed before His treasure can be experienced. Too often we sit around wondering why we don't experience more of God's treasures, yet we have never taken the time to follow His map. All God's promises are true, but they cannot be experienced when we stay where we are and ignore His command to follow. For example, there's a scripture here that I want to read to you at this point, and it's in Psalms chapter 37. This is one of many scriptures that are like this. In verse four of chapter 37 in Psalms, it says, Delight yourself in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. That is a promise. That is a thing that God has said I will do for you if you will just follow my treasure map. Can you see the treasure in that, that scripture as we read that? It says that he will give you the desires of our heart he's going to show us how to get those what a priceless treasure that is there's lots of things that we desire and sometimes we wonder why we're not getting those you can think about the billions of dollars and hours that are spent every day by people trying to fulfill their own desires of their hearts yet they still fall short god tells us that the path to this treasure is to delight ourselves in the lord can you see how that works God gives us a promise that he will give us the desires of our hearts. Then he tells us how to get them. And how was that? At the very beginning of that verse, it says, Delight yourself in the Lord. If we are willing to follow the map, he's going to give us the treasure. He's promised us that. So now, you know, perhaps maybe you're thinking, you know, this simply can't be true because I'm a Christian and God is not giving me the desires of my heart right now. Well, I think my first question to you would be is, can you honestly say that you're delighting in the Lord? Are you angry throughout the day? Are you holding grudges? Are you upset at God maybe for something that you expected in your life and didn't get it because it was a want and not a need and God didn't fulfill that? Are there things in your life that you can look back now and think, you know, maybe if I fix that right there or fix this right here, Maybe that might change your life around. To delight in the Lord means that everything that we do must be geared towards Him and He can give us that happiness and joy that we have a fulfilled walk with Him every day of our life. The treasure map you must follow first if you're going to experience this particular treasure. If you're going to get the desires of your heart, you have to follow His map. And that's by delighting in him. It's important to understand that this verse is not an open promise that every Christian will always be given the desires of their heart. They'll take that as a prosperity scripture that I get asked for this and that, and God's just going to drop it in my lap and 10 times more. That's not the way that works. We must understand that it's only a promise to those who choose to delight themselves in God. That reward comes with an action. We have to do something first in order for God to fulfill that promise. He's made that abundantly clear. We must understand that if we are not delighting ourselves in the Lord, that this promise does not apply to us. If we cannot sit there and look at our walk with God and realize that we are in love with Him and doing everything that He wants us to do and delighting ourselves in the plan that He has for us, well we can just totally ignore this scripture it does not apply to us at that point because the Bible specifically says that in order to get those treasures of our heart we have to delight in Christ and what he's done for us and walk our daily walk with him through everything that we do I think a lot of times you know we often read a promise in the Bible and we automatically assume that that promise should apply to us because you know i tithe and i go to church and i read my bible you know and i've I've witnessed and all that kind of thing but we look at that we think it should apply but we're not reading the treasure map like we should and we're not following what it says treasure isn't found by those who receive a map and do not follow it that's a truth that'll never change if there's an excavator out there an archaeologist or whatever and they come across this treasure map They have to follow that map to that treasure unless they've got an awful good memory to be able to remember what that path was. Because if you don't have that treasure map in your hands, if they've hidden that treasure somewhere, you're not going to find it. It's going to be an impossibility for that to happen. Treasure is found only by those willing to follow the map to its destination. This misunderstanding is responsible for much of why our experience with God falls short of what is available to us. You know, I myself, I can personally testify to the truth of this psalm. You know, to delight yourself in the Lord means that you treasure Him, that you pursue Him. You spend time with Him. You make God a priority above anything and everything in your life. You value His direction in your life. You don't ask God, well, what do I do in this situation? Or what do I do in that situation? Or lead me through this. And then when He tells you or He does it, you get mad at Him because it's not what you wanted. That's not how that works. We have to value the direction and the wisdom that he pours into us on a daily basis. All of that is part of delighting in him. I have found that if I don't delight myself in the Lord in all of these ways, that he does provide the desires of my heart. He will take care of me. He has taken care of me, and I know that he'll take care of you as well. This process sometimes looks something like this. I notice myself that I'm in a state of anxiousness caused by unmet expectations or desires. When I realize what is going on, I always try to get alone with the Lord and pour out my heart to Him. When I first come to Him, my heart is full of all kinds of competing desires. Some are good, some are not so good. But as I arrange my life so that I delight myself in the Lord, God begins to help me navigate the desires of my heart. He exposes any fleshly, selfish desires lurking in me and reveals them for what those are. All those fleshly, selfish desires are dead ends. They are roads that will only leave my heart empty if I achieve them. I think if you guys can look back in your life, I know that I can look back in mine, if there is a lot of things in my life that I have pursued and it was a fleshly lust type thing that had nothing to do with God, I didn't pray about it, I just decided, hey, I'm gonna do this and I'm gonna move forward with it no matter what. I was excited till the very dead end of it and I achieved what I wanted to achieve. But then once I got there, I was looking for the next greatest thing because there was nothing but an emptiness in that because it was just a selfish desire that I fulfilled on my own. If you ever notice that if you follow God and do the things that he wants you to do and you take those paths that he wants you to take, you will be astounded how you will feel. You'll have a life filled with joy and happiness and so much stuff will change in your life once you get to the end of all of those little things and those paths that God takes you on. And another great thing about it is as you finish that trek and you get to that desire of your heart, God moves you on to another one and that next one is even so much greater. But we can only experience that if we don't let Satan lie to us and we allow God to lead us into the things that he wants us be involved in with my false desires pushed aside God is then able to steer my focus to the desires of my heart that truly need to be fulfilled as he continues to guide my heart I find that my deepest desires become the very things that God desires for me we're on the same level the same playing field at that point as I delight myself in him our desires become one once my heart is in that state It becomes his pleasure to grant every one of my desires. I have watched God guide me through this process countless times, and you probably have as well. If you've actually allowed God to lead and guide you in everything that you do, you've probably noticed the same thing that I have, that many, many times God has never failed you. He's never failed me. I've always been ecstatic when I got to the end of the journey that he would take me on so let's do some examples here from scripture we're going to probably wrap it up with this here uh, for this week we're getting close to the end of our time here Matthew chapter 6 verse 33 says but seek first his kingdom and his righteousness and all these things will be given to you as well so there again can you see the treasure map a little bit more easily this time after we looked at at Psalm 37 earlier and we understood how that scripture is laid out we do this We get this, here we are again. The treasure is all these things will be given to you as well. What does all these things refer to? In the verses before this one, Jesus is teaching about how often we run around half crazy trying to provide for ourselves, whether if it's food, clothing, possessions, all the things that we feel that we need. Oftentimes our pursuit of these things becomes so strong that we sacrifice putting his kingdom first. Because we are desiring all these worldly things so much more. Well, Jesus is saying in this case, if you seek me first, you don't need to worry about any of these worldly things. He's going to make sure that we have those as well. He knows what we have need of. And he will fulfill those desires of our hearts if we follow this according to his plan. What an amazing treasure that that can be. God's promises that if we seek him first, He will always make a way for us to have the resources that we need to live. We're going to stop it here for this week, and we'll pick this up next week with part two of the treasure map. Hope you guys have gleaned something from this this week. As you get into your Bible reading time throughout each day, however you do your Bible study, uh, maybe this will help you look at that just a little bit differently throughout this week. Knowing that, you know, we've always been told that you should have been told that the Word of God is alive. It is a living Word. And if we allow this Word to get inside of us as we read it and we try to understand it for what it is and what God wants to do through His Word in our life, it'll totally transform you and change the way that you look at His Word and the promises that He has for you. A lot of times we read these scriptures many, many times, but they don't mean nothing to us because we're so used to reading them. We just kind of glance over them and, okay, I got through chapter 37 of Psalms. You know, we don't really just apply those things and, and really meditate on what God is trying to tell us. And then we wonder why we go through life upset and aggravated because we just seem to never win in any of our battles. Well, I'm going to quit for this week. Hope you guys are going to have a great week ahead of you. I'll be praying for all of you guys. And I hope that everything goes well for you throughout this next week. Um, as you've listened to this please share this for me if you have the opportunity it's just a click and you can share that on your Facebook your Instagram Twitter whatever it may be um, please do that and, and help me get the word out I just pray that this would touch your life in some way or touch somebody's life around you that you know could use this in their life so again my website's connectingthegap.net All my podcast YouTube channel and my blog is there go check all of those out And I hope you guys have a great week, and I will talk to you next week on Connecting the Gap.